we believe every person has the right to realize all that is possible for their future. Are you someone who is near retirement, who has been diligent about accumulating wealth and is now navigating the what's next heading into the next chapter of your life? Welcome to the Dream Architect Life Podcast, where money and mindset meet with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson from Sweet Financial Partners. In this podcast, we aim to help shift your focus to the things you can control so you can put your money to work in turning your dreams into reality. Through our trademarked process, The Dream Architect, we make wealth planning fun, informative, and enjoyable. Join us on this journey where Brian and Brittany will explore how you can eliminate your limiting beliefs in the pursuit of all that's possible. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the Dream Architect Life with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson from Sweet Financial Partners. How are you guys? So good. Doing fantastic, Eric. Well, I, I'm excited to be here. I'm, I'm so thankful that you allowed me to be a part of your podcast. I know today, this is your inaugural podcast. Uh, this is the very first one. Are you guys excited? Really excited. This is going to be very fun. All right. You're ready for this. <laughs> so am I. I've got questions for Brian and Brittany. Audience, you got to know that this is the very first podcast. We're going to give you an opportunity to hear just a little bit about their history, what they're doing, why they decided to start a podcast, and a little bit about them personally. Let you get a chance to get to know them and know who you're going to be talking with in the future. Hopefully, these guys are great educators. They love their community and they want to give something back, really. And so this is what this is all about. I'm, I'm ready to start asking questions. You guys ready to answer? Let's do it. There you All go. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, either one of you can field or both of this. Why did you guys decide to work in financial services and, and what's your history? Well, maybe I'll start with that since I, I would be the older of the two here. <laughs> I would say the history goes back to really four mentors that I've had in my life. And it starts with, first of all, my mom. And when I was growing up, unfortunately, or fortunately, maybe in my case, my mom was divorced when I was three years old. Maybe to give you a little background, uh, I would tell you my dad was maybe a deadbeat dad because he never paid my mom any alimony payments or any child support payments ever over the history of me growing up. And I just remember my mom always doing whatever it feel, felt like to have a great life. I don't ever remember being without anything, but I did realize that she sacrificed a lot over time. And, and so what I learned from my mom was really that if you have the right attitude, you really can do anything in life because she actually had a great life for us. Two other people that had a, a very important part of my life were my aunt and uncle. I got to spend summers with them. And Roy was a very gregarious business owner, learned lots of things from him, like how to run a business, how to treat people. And Jean was an educator. She was a high school principal. And so learned the value of education and being a lifelong learner. And those two things have helped very much in, you know, what we do today and why we do things. And the last mentor was my college advisor who helped me get into the business. And his name was Dick Ford. Unfortunately, Dick has passed away as my aunt and uncle have. And Dick was just a guiding force to get me headed in the right direction he did things from like helping me tie my ties to helping learn how to build relationships. And between the four of those, 
They really let me know what financial services could be and do for people. And I just didn't really want anybody to ever maybe have experiences like my mom had. And so that's kind of one of the driving forces of why we, why I'm here today and why we like to take great care of our clients. All right. Well, speaking of taking great care of your clients, who do you work with and what's your specialty? Really go ahead. Yeah, I'll take this one. We work with, there's, there's really three different demographics that we typically serve. The first one being people who are at or very, very near retirement. Uh, people who are really starting to think about the what's next, what they want to retire to, because that answer of what you're retiring from is pretty darn simple. You know, you know what you woke up to and where you were headed for the past how many 30, 40 plus years, uh, that next chapter can be a little bit more confusing. So we help add clarity and, and really help people discover what's possible for the future. So that's really the primary demographic. Uh, we also work a lot with women and in particularly women who have gone through the tough events, the things like widowhood, uh, divorce, sudden inheritance. Those are life-changing moments that they need people that they can trust. They need a team that they can lean on. And that's really the resource that we can provide and the people that we can be for them. And then finally, we work with businesses who are actually going through or have gone through their exit. So like that first demographic we talked about, the people who are realizing possibility for their future, who are thinking about what's next, the same holds true with business owners and sometimes at an even heightened capacity. Uh, a lot of business owners have that identity component where their whole identity has been tied to their business and now they've got to redefine what success looks like to them. So those are really the people that we look, that we work with and that we serve. And honestly, it boils down to one consistent mindset. And it's just people that understand that the future is bright and there's opportunity and there's possibility and there's excitement in the future versus sitting in front of the TV or watching reruns or whatever it is that, that you might think you want to do in retirement, but that gets old really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Binging only lasts so long, right? I mean, that's, that's just it. And Amen. Only, and hopefully retirement lasts a long time. Yeah. It can only take so much of Oprah reruns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely not my first choice by any means. Uh, well, I was going to ask you who your ideal client is, but you just described it perfectly. So I'm, I'm going to move on from that. And I, I think the audience probably wants to know why you started this podcast. It sounds to me like you, you obviously you want to educate folks and you have some pretty specific people in mind. Uh, but is, is that the only reason you started this podcast? Brian, feel free to jump in whenever here, but the whole purpose behind this podcast is, you know, there's only, there's only so many people that we can serve at a given time within the core business of sweet financial partners. So our whole vision and mission with this podcast is it's going to help us reach a heck of a lot more people. And, and our whole goal is impacting people's lives and helping them think in a way that does create possibility and does help them realize that life can be so full and full of so many amazing opportunities. So we have kind of a little intermittent goal here that we want to hit initially 100,000 lives. We want to be able to impact people and we see possibility far beyond that number. Uh, that's just kind of one of our internal little, little targets that we're aiming for. Yeah, and I would say that we look at the dream architect life as the intersection of mindset and money. And one of the things that we have consistently found is people don't think big enough and you only get one shot at this life and why not make it the most remarkable life you can possibly have. I couldn't agree more. That's fantastic. I love that last thought besides this podcast. 
and other things that I know that you do because the audience hasn't met you yet. What kind of client education do you provide? Education, number one, is a huge value at Sweet Financial. So not just what we provide for clients, but what we provide for team members as well. So we have initially committed to, we do a once per month, what's called the Sweet Financial Live, and we bring in outside speakers. We sometimes host them ourselves internally with our internal professionals. It really just depends on the topic. We we go from ranges of health and longevity and wellness to people who focus solely on helping people in their next chapter of mm. retirement to cybersecurity to general market updates. I mean, the, the 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 breadth of information that we provide and bring to our clients is really wide, but it's also because we live the dream architect life. And it's important to realize that all of those components are equally important. Uh, the other thing that we do as well is we commit to within our community here, uh, you know, our community is, is a wonderful place to be and a wonderful place to live. And it's where a lot of our clients, uh, we have clients across the whole entire United States, but a lot of them do have roots here. So we bring a power speaker to the community every year. Could be somebody that's motivational. It could be somebody who's gone through some hardships and they have a great, you know, keynote and great story to share and are very relatable. So that's another thing that we do and commit to year over year. Yeah, and we're also working on creating some workshops that will be virtual and in person. And that's going to be a really nice value add that we'll be doing in 2022. All right. Well, so let me ask you about the, the, the power speaker. Is that open to everyone? So typically what we do is if you're a client of Sweet Financial, we like to give you priority seating. So typically the way we handle it is we will open it up to our clients immediately. And then after a period of time, we do open it up to the community and surrounding. And our vision would be in the future too, is for these types of of keynotes or those live speakers that are not always done virtually is we would be looking at recording it so that we could disperse it to our clients from other states, other countries of the like. That's fantastic. All right. I'm, I'm really, this is the last question on kind of your history area or the business side of things. And we're going to get into some personal questions. What is your financial philosophy? If you could put that in a nutshell for me. Ooh, Brian. Wow, there you, you take this one. <laughs> Throwing Brian under the bus. Brian, you take this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, I think the personal philosophy is really that everybody has their own goals, dreams, and desires in life. And you want to live your dream architect life and not anybody else's. So our objective mm. is to really help bring that out and what would truly make a remarkable life for you and get you to think a little bit out of the box. What we have found time after time is clients, for the most part, skimp on things that they would love to do because they're uncertain. And so most of the time we're trying to help them create opportunities and actually do things that they didn't realize they, they could do. So really, it's an individual thing. And we just like to bring out the best in each of the client's experiences. Yeah. And I want to add to that too. I think Brian brings up such a, an important point that, you know, we hear the question from people with all different levels of wealth of, well, will I have enough? And it's interesting because some people may look at them and go, are you joking? <laughs> and others may look yeah. at them and in another regard. But the point is, is that we try to take such a 
hands-on individual approach to our clients, because Brian is dead on, you know, when you ask that question of, do I have enough? It's, well, what do you, what does enough mean to you? What is it that you want for your future? And how do we back into that? Set your goals, set your dreams, put those on the forefront. And then we can back into the, the models and we can back into the financial strategy. But if we don't understand truly your why, what a client wants, what they want to do for their future, it makes it a little bit tough to answer the financial components. So I think that's, that's such a great point to push on there that Brian brought up. Yeah. And I, I agree hundred percent. And then, and I know that can change, right? I mean, that, that's the thing is yeah. that you guys are constantly working with your clients. You're constantly communicating because like in, in my own life, uh, do I have enough meant do I have shelter? Do I have food? Do I have retirement savings? Do I have enough to give to charity in my church? There were those questions that I had to answer. But then <laughs> we had grandkids. Now my wife's question is, do I have enough to spoil them rotten? Do I have enough to, <laughs> to pay? There you go. Those things change, right? And so how do you help a client navigate those changes in their life? Hmm. This is such a good one. And Brian, I'll start and I, I chime in too. Oh, please. It's interesting you say this. We just had this conversation at a recent client advisory council where we're talking to, you know, some of our, our wonderful clients who are part of that group. And, and the question came up of, you know, when you have objectives change exactly what you're bringing up, Eric, you have grandkids or you decide, you know what, maybe we do want to buy some more land or we do want to buy a vacation home. So we have tools in place here where we can actually show our client scenarios and we can say, okay, so if this is a decision you want to make for your future, here's how it might impact your plan. So by people understanding that, that we have the tools and we have the resources to physically show them what their decisions, how that could affect their future, it, it can create such a peace of mind. And, and we want our clients to come to us with those big decisions. We want them to lean on their advisor here and, and to, to basically give them either that green light or that, hey, let's pause and let's maybe rework some things down the road to make that reality. Yeah, I, we have a, a real scheduled time frame where we meet with clients so that if nothing has come up, at least we're touching base. However, we have a complete open door policy and highly encourage, as Brittany had mentioned, if something's coming up and something's different or you're about to make a change, make sure we're involved so we can look at it as part of your overall plan. And is it going to work or do we have to tweak something? Because the worst thing that could happen is for you to do something and then later on come back and go, I wish I would have told you about that because I might have done it differently. If you talk about it up front, rarely does anything go badly. Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. All right. Well, I thank you so much for this, this first half. Uh, the second half is going to be those personal questions we talked about. Just a few things. We're not going to get into the weeds too deep, uh, you know, nothing, nothing that's going to embarrass us, right? That, that's the rule. Hey, bring on the embarrassment, especially if it's Brian. <laughs> <Is> there, <laughs> so, Brian, I have a question for you much. specifically. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And anybody can answer these. When you're not working, what do you do for fun? What do you do for fun, Brian? Well, I'm, I love to travel. I'm a big travel guy, like experiences outside the office. But while I'm here, I'm, I, I love to boat, bicycle in the summer, when I'm traveling, if I'm anywhere close to mountains, I'm a big hiker. Nice. I have three little ones. So a lot of my time outside of the office is with them, but I truly love, I mean, I, I think any parent can attest to this, that when you see new experiences through those little faces, it is very fulfilling. Like Brian, I also love to be outdoors, love to go on walks, love to just be out in nature. 
I would say if I'm, if I'm taking a trip, I'd, I'd personally prefer to go to the beach. That's kind of my, my place. <laughs> I agree. The beach is where I would like to go because water, just water. And, and Brian, yes. obviously water means something to you as well. Yeah, with boating big water guy. Oh yeah. I just, that's where my soul is. So I, I, I agree with you guys. Uh, I would love that. All right, let's go to the next question. Who's your hero? I have a lot of heroes, but the one that always comes to mind first, because he had a really big impact initially on my life. And I guess today is Zig Ziglar, who mm -hmm. is a motivational speaker who has unfortunately since passed, but just his thoughts and how he framed things sticks with me today and has influenced me really greatly. So, mm. you know, if I was answering that question, hero is a tough word to me because I think sometimes we put people or circumstances on such a high pedestal when maybe we, we don't need to, but I would say that somebody I really admire my grandfather, one of the most honest people that I've ever met and one of the most encouraging. And I can say that has shaped a ton of my own personal values and my own personal growth and things started really with him being that inspiration and, and being that kind and loving, just very honest individual. Yeah. I've heard you talk about him a lot. So that one makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. This one's a tough one. So uh, somebody can throw somebody else under the bus if they want, but what's your idea of success? Brittany. Ooh, you, honestly, this <laughs> is not job, hard Ryan. for me. I have a post-it note that sits on my computer monitor. It's from Tony Robbins and it says success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. So that a hundred percent helps guide my decisions. It helped me to set my own personal kind of internal core values. And I carry those with me in all that I do, whether it's my professional life, my personal life, I look for things that will truly fill my cup versus just different things that you might get notoriety for. You might get a badge of success from somebody else's opinion, but that doesn't matter unless I have that sense of fulfillment. Yeah. And I, and I would agree with that. And the only thing that I would say is I'm very fortunate. And as Brittany alluded to, I, I would tell you that maybe I'm the poster child for the dream architect life. Yeah. And I would have the ideal life right now. I get to do what I want to do when I want to do it with who I want to do it with. And that's, that's an amazing thought process and amazing feeling. And it's just gets me energized every day to get up and do more of what I love to do. Yeah. Amen. Nice. All right. Now this one's really out of the box, right? It's, you got to start putting your thinking cap on. What is one thing that you recommend most to clients, family, and friends? Now this can be anything. It could be the pizza topping. It could be a book. It could be anything. <laughs> what, what do you recommend most? Wow. I know how I could answer it for you. Okay, well, please do. I'm, do I think <laughs> that helps him. Yeah. Right. Isn't this funny? Is this how it's supposed to go? Yeah. Brian, I think you talk so much about not listening to the naysayers. Yeah. And I've heard that come out of your mouth so much. Yeah. So Thank you. I think, and I think it's for clients and team members and yeah. friends and family and whatever alike. So I just answered for you. Th thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. You and I would Brian, agree. Brian, your turn. So. Answer, answer for Brittany. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh. say the question again. So I'm, I yep. go. What is one thing that Brittany recommends most to clients, family, or friends, in your opinion, Brian? Well, she, she's an amazing human being in the capacity that she is a great sounding board and having the right culture and the right listening skills, you can overcome mm -hmm. really any obstacle at all. She's kind of the cog that makes everything run so well in the office. Brittany, are you the one that says to talk it out? Are you the one that says, Hey, let's, let's get this, you know, I, am. I, I love, yeah. I love being able to resolve, but I think even more than that, 
and I think about when Brian mentions culture and even tying into like not listening to the naysayers, I talk a lot about don't allow your circumstance or whatever's Mm. happened in your life to hinder you from pursuing what you really want. That's something that's so important. And I think that boils down to what Brian just said too. And whether it's a tough day and we're talking through that, like, Hey, this is a tough moment. It's not a tough life. And, And even in those tough moments in life, those periods of time are only they're incremental. Yeah. Things happen for you and not to you. And Brittany would be a great example of that. Mm, Thank you. Yeah. All right. Now this is the one that you can, you know, a little bit of embarrassment is a good thing. Tell us one thing that most people don't know about you. (laughs) I'll take this one first because I've, I have no shame. (laughs) (laughs) So I would say that most people don't know. We love dance parties in my household. So there's one for you. We it's like barefoot in the kitchen. We turn Alexa up and my go. kids, me, even my husband gets in on this sometimes. And and we like to have dance parties in the kitchen. So there's a little insight into the Anderson household. You, you just need to record these so we can yeah. participate also. Right. That'll be a full podcast, just dance yeah, party. There, well, it might be too. Yeah. I don't know if anything comes to mind from for me, Brittany, but I guess the first thing is. <laughs> I'm, I'm really warm blooded. So even in the winter, first thing I do when I get home is I put on a pair of shorts. <laughs> All right. You and I are kindred spirits. My okay, wife is always great, freezing. I yeah, thought maybe wife. I was the only one. <laughs> no, my wife's always freezing. I'm walking around in shorts and a t-shirt. It doesn't matter what time of year. That and she's like, are me. you crazy? Yeah, <laughs> that is my comfy attire. That's that's fantastic. All right. We're wrapping up the podcast. We've got just a couple questions left. This is one that I really, really like. And I know that you both have a good answer for this just because I know you both. Sometimes we lose sight of things, right? And I know that you've had clients lose sight of goals, lose sight of things, and and you help ground them or you, you bring them back into focus maybe. But when that happens in your own life, what is a mantra, motto, or something that you say to yourself to keep yourself focused and on track? Hmm. I could take this one first and and Brian maybe spilled the beans a little bit before, but it's the constant reminder of life happening for us and not to us. I would also spin that to say that I think it's important. This is a personal belief of mine, but I think it's really important that people identify not just your company core values, but what are your core values as a human, as you? Because I think once your values, there's actually a Roy Disney quote out there. I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it's something along the lines of once you understand what your values are, making decisions becomes a lot easier. And I personally live by that. I believe that. And that's how I keep myself in check. Yeah, I would tell you, we're very fortunate or I'm very fortunate in that I have lots of resources, all team members, especially Brittany, where spending five minutes in their company would help bring you out of whatever funk you might be in. But I'm also a really big believer in quotes. And behind us, you can see three quotes. I have quotes all over my office. And I read those whenever I need a little boost of something. But very fortunate, I I have a, a very quick switch where I can go from really bad to almost instantaneously positive, especially if a client is coming in or I have a phone call. So that's one of those developed skills that I'm really glad I, I have. 
yeah, that's that's something I'm working on personally is because I, I grind on things, right? And and sometimes that can keep you focused on the wrong thing and in the wrong direction. Um, even though you may be trying to solve a problem, it's nice to pull your head up a little bit and say, okay, you know, it's not so bad or, you know, that this is going to resolve itself in, in time. Let's focus on something that's positive. So Brian, I envy you. That's great that you can do that. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that we've also done is we we look at obviously make mistakes, mm -hmm. but we, we look at that as either you're winning or you're learning. And so when things go bad, it's never a bad thing. It's a learning experience. And when you have that mindset or framework for it, then you always look at it differently because it's helping you take the next step to wherever you want to get to. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We are wrapping up the podcast. Now you guys have done fantastic. I've really enjoyed my time with you. This being your inaugural one, this is the very, very first one. So we don't have this out there yet very far. But this podcast is going nationwide. You guys have clients nationwide. I know that you're going to be sharing this with them. You have a huge audience. So let me ask you this, who should be listening to this podcast? And what's coming up in future podcasts? Mm. I love that question. I think that anybody who wants to realize possibility for their future should be tuning into this. Obviously there are, and, and like we shared in the beginning of this podcast, there are certain people that we are best suited to work with within the financial planning, within the wealth planning business that we have. But that doesn't mean that you can't start defining possibility for your future, regardless of what stage of life you're at. So I think that's something that's really important. And I think to come, we've got so much in store, Brian. Do you want to touch a little bit on that? Well, yeah. I mean, the next several podcasts will actually be going through a new book that we're releasing called Dream Architecture. And we'll be kind of highlighting each of the chapters and giving you some information about what the book's about. And that's going to be really amazing. And, you know, Brittany and I have just been so fortunate to have so many amazing experiences that have helped propel us and get us to the levels that we're at today. And we just want to share that wisdom and those ideas because every single human being can have a better life, mm -hmm. can get what they want in life. Some people just are told they can't all the time. And we're here to tell you, you absolutely can't. Don't listen to the naysayers, right? Just go, yep. goes right back to that. Ah. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. It does. Here's the, the last thing. Audience, this is going to be coming out every two weeks. They're going to be releasing episodes. This is a, a full-time thing for them. They're going to be doing this, educating you guys. This is going to be fantastic. If you don't want to wait, there's a way to reach them. Guys, how do they reach you if they want to have a conversation about maybe starting this process earlier than most? If they want to talk to us and talk about how we could serve them within the company, it's a pretty simple process. You can actually uh, send an email really easy. You can send it to Miranda at sweetfinancial.com. You can give our office a call and we'll make sure that all that good stuff is in the show notes so that people are able to see every point of contact that you're able to, to get a hold of us. And if you just want to go to the website and kind of check us out that way, it's sweetfinancial.com. All right. Perfect. Guys, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, it's been fun, Eric. Thank you. You bet. And our last thank you always goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Dream Architect Life podcast with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, which I know you haven't because this is the very first one, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Brian and Brittany come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This really makes it easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, 
Thanks for listening today. For everyone at Sweet Financial Partners, this is Eric Johnson reminding you that possibility comes to those who create it. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Dream Architect Life podcast, where money and mindset meet with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. If you heard something that really hit home for you, please share it with those you want to be helpful to. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Sweet Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your retirement planning.